get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you been going through this series with me, Growing Closer to God? But do you still still feel like something's blocking you from like really getting close? I'm curious though, do you also struggle letting other people into your life? Have you ever, you know, shut someone out who was trying to help you? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding. You can show up fully yourself and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now, it is time to grow closer to God. We are in part five. This is the final episode in the series. We have discovered the lens that we see God through. It affects our ability to grow closer to him. You know, if you saw him as, you know, strict to God, you're going to feel like you have to cross all the T's, dot all the I's. Or if it's performance God, you're going to always put on the performance But then I share with you three secrets to help you rest. So you could rest in Father's love. You could rest in his grace. And you could then rest in his presence. But today is for you. If you're still struggling to let Father in, like maybe there's something blocking you from getting closer. And today's also for you if you are tired of it all feeling like work. And if you're ready to let go of the past and step in to a closer relationship with Father, today is your day, my friend. Growing closer with your Heavenly Father, it is not about doing. It is about being. It's about the relationship. And it's one of the closest, most intimate kinds of relationships. But as you're learning to rest in Father's love and His grace and in, in His presence, you might have been, you might have run into a roadblock. Like there's an invisible something keeping you apart. One of the biggest blocks that I've seen keep people from growing closer to God, and this is including myself, is fear. And fear, it shows up in all kinds of ways. It does not look the same for everybody because we're all different. We're all unique. We all have a different past. Fear sometimes shows up like, I'm afraid to look stupid or incompetent. Or fear of being vulnerable or maybe taken advantage of. Or fear that if, if God sees a real you, you're going to be rejected. Fear of not being good enough or perfect. Maybe fear you, you don't matter as much as somebody else. Maybe fear that your needs don't matter as much as somebody else's needs. Maybe there's a fear of abandonment. A fear you won't be taken care of. Maybe you struggle with fear of what other people think. Now, fear usually develops from our past hurts. 
that's where those things come from. You know, I have that fear of not enough. I have a fear of conflict equals disconnection. I have a fear that I'm invisible, that my, I, I don't matter as much as somebody else. Those have been fears that developed from my past. And I've shared the stories with you of how those came about. But it was hurts through the years that slowly built up a wall where not only was I afraid to let people in, I was afraid to let father in. Now, fear thinks its job is to keep us safe. Isn't that nice of it? Thank you, fear. But this safety comes at a cost and it is a high cost. And what fear does is it causes us to withdraw. Now, maybe you don't withdraw physically like I do. I've shared with you fainting episodes. That's literally me withdrawing physically, escaping the scary situation. So maybe you don't do that. Maybe you don't run out of the room or maybe you do because I've done that one too. It could be that you're withdrawing mentally or emotionally. Or maybe you would draw by not giving 100% of yourself. You give away parts of yourself. Fear puts a wall up to keep us safe from getting hurt again. And the bigger the hurt, the bigger the wall. The thicker the wall. Do you ever see those, those walls in like Bible times? They're big enough for like multiple chariots to run side by side across the top of the wall. That's a thick wall. And that's designed to keep the enemy out. But we've built walls in our heart. Like those walls that chariots can run across are so big to keep people out. But the problem is when we keep people out, we're also keeping God out. These walls keep us from that beautiful, close, intimate relationship with our Heavenly Father that we've been talking about over the past four episodes. It does not allow us to experience the love that we talk about, that unconditional love that you can rest in, knowing your love for who you are just as you are. And it doesn't allow you to embrace the grace that Father gives us, that Him leaning towards us to give us his best offer through Jesus. And then that wall keeps us from being able to rest in his presence because we're afraid. Fear does not come from God. And we've been spending a lot of time in the book of John, the book of 1 John, and I'm, I'm going to bring up, back up one of the verses that we've been talking about. 1 John 4, 18. There is no love in fear, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. Now, in the original language, which was Greek, this was New Testament. It's a fear. It's actually... Uh, Phobos. 
So, which you can see where we get phobias from. And that fear means to withdraw. There's a, a commentary, it's Abbott Smith commentary, and it says fear conveys fleeing because of feeling inadequate without sufficient resources. Have you ever felt that way? You ever felt inadequate? You didn't have sufficient resources? I'm not good enough. And you backed off? Anybody besides me? That is where I got that freeze mode from. Dude, it would show up strongest, especially when I got into comparison mode. I'm not as good as so-and-so. They've got more gifts than I do. Oh my God, I can't show up as brilliant as them. I don't have what it takes. That was fear. And it caused me to withdraw and go into freeze mode. And, And many times there was times where I fainted because I was so afraid. But 1 John 4.18, it says the perfect love casts out fear. So let's talk about that. What's perfect love? What does that mean? Love in this scripture, and, and we had a whole episode on love, so I'm just, I'm just going to hit just a little bit here, but it's talking about God's agape love. It's a love that goes beyond who we are to who we are because of who he is. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that again. Agape love is a love that goes beyond who we are to who we are because of who he is. It's a love that loves us no matter what. No matter what. Now, agape love also talks about God's preference, his divine love, this, he prefers. Who does, who does he prefer? I know he prefers us. Isn't that amazing? First Peter two, nine actually talks about that. We're a chosen people. We're a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation, a special God's special possession that we may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You are God's special possession. He prefers you. Isn't that awesome? So how does perfect love cast out fear? Well, let's go back to 1 John four eighteen, And perfect in this scripture means mature from passing through the necessary stages to reach the end goal. So perfect doesn't mean I don't do anything wrong or I've crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's and I never make a mistake. That's not what perfect means here. It means that it's you go through growth stages, the necessary stages to reach the end goal. It's actually referencing a sailor's telescope, or I like to say a pirate's telescope, because come on, one of these days is talk like a pirate day, and I don't remember which day it is, but I got to look that up because we need to do some talking like a pirate on that day. I won't do a whole podcast on that. Talking like a pirate though, I promise, but maybe a little bit. But the, um, the, for the telescope to work, let's think about that telescope. So It's that kind that opens up in stages and it opens up one stage at a time until it's fully extended. So it passes through all the stages 
until it reaches its end goal. And what's the end goal of the telescope? That telescope allows you to see further than you could with your naked eye. Perfect love is the same way. So it means that we go through the different growth stages to understand God's incredible love. And and when we mature in that, we're able to see past our current circumstances where we currently are. We can see further. We can see more clearly to understand the big picture, to understand how loved we are. But I want to bring you back to the, the second part of that verse. It says, but fear, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. Fear involves punishment. Punishment here means torment from living in the dread of impending judgment. We get punished and judged by people all the time, don't we? You know, I, I was talking about those fears, right? Fear of being hurt. You know, we get hurt. We get talked about. We get rejected, abandoned. People have laughed at us. You know, we've been left out. Maybe, maybe even you've been put on a pedestal. And then you're fearing, oh my God, I have to be perfect. Because if I'm not, they're going to yank me off the pedestal and throw me into the unloved pile. That's what fear does is it's this dread of impending judgment of something bad happening to us. And so many of us fear God judging us too. I mean, I hear, I hear it all the time. God, I wish you'd judge, you know, judge the world or judge the United States because of the sin that's going on and the craziness, the hurt, the and and don't get me wrong, there is some serious crap going down that I don't agree with and that isn't the love of God. How many times have you heard in church that if you don't do X, God's going to be disappointed with you? I know I have. That's why I had a view of performance God. If I don't do this, God's going to be disappointed in me. And dude, I lined up and I tried to do all the things so that God wouldn't be disappointed in me. That, that was my biggest fear. That, that I would get to heaven and he would have to wipe away my tears because all of my works were hay and stubble. And I would never hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Have you ever felt that way? I got some great news for you. And in fact, it's the good news, which means the too good to be true news. Jesus took any punishment that we would have received through his death and his resurrection. And it's done. Jesus said, it is finished. Ephesians 2, 8 reminds us, it's by grace you have been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It's a gift of God. We do not have to earn this love. He earned it for us. 
We just need to remember to rest in his grace. Even when we feel inadequate and not enough, our Heavenly Father is enough. Jesus is enough. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we're enough because he's enough. 2 Corinthians 5.21, it talks about he made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 1 John says that we are perfected and matured in this divine love and it casts out fear. This perfect love, this divine love casts out fear. And the more and the more that we understand that as we go through, think of again, going back to that telescope, going through those stages of you become aware of his love, you start growing in his love, you start actually believing it, you actually start treating yourself like you're loved. You're able to actually start giving that same unconditional love to others. Those are stages that you're going through and growing through. And as you're doing that, it casts out the fear that we're not enough. That people are going to take advantage of us. That we're going to be abandoned. That we're incompetent or incapable. It allows us to stand before our Father With boldness. Bible says come boldly to the throne of grace. But fear will keep us away. Fear will block intimacy. That wall will take a little time to come down. If you've built up a really big one. But remember it's okay. Because we're growing in stages. As we're growing in our understanding of Father's love. It will begin to cast out that fear. And as we t- start taking down the fear, it starts taking down the walls. The block that is keeping you from growing close to Father and from gl- growing close to other people. When I started working on this intimacy issue that I have, and I'm going to tell you, I'm still a work in progress. Because there's a lot of times I don't always show up fully myself. Because I think, mm, does anyone really want to hear from me? It does stop me still. I may not be where I want to be. I am not where I started. And same goes for you. So as you're grasping and understanding this love, it is tearing down that wall. It is breaking down the wall, that barrier, that block. Between you growing closer to Father. So that's the key. So what I want you to do is I want to give you a little more homework. Okay? Because it's not what what we hear and go, oh, amen. Oh, sister, Lord Jesus, that was good. Mm." But then you don't actually apply it. It doesn't do you any good. So I actually want to call this a courageous moment. Because you know what? It takes courage 
to work through our crap. It takes courage to admit there's a wall there. Do y'all ever see Emperor's New Groove? Because that's what that's from, by the way. Love that movie. It's a good movie. Hashtag rabbit trails happen. So I'm a, your courageous moment is to continue to meditate on your Heavenly Father's perfect love for you. If you need a reminder, you could go back. Go back through this podcast series. Go back through it again. Meditate on the scriptures that I gave you. The gospel is the too good to be true news. So I encourage you to explore how good that news is. Go on that journey. That's what I've been doing. Is when I read my Bible, I view it through the lens of Jesus. I view it through the lens of the gospel. The too good to be true news. And I look. I look for love. And you know what? I find it. I've been doing this thing with my kids and uh, we actually picked up this idea from Mel Robbins. She talks about this and I've talked about the RAS before in a previous podcast. You can, I apologize. I don't know what episode it was on, but you can go back and basically it's a filter in our brain that when you tell it something's important, it's going to find that. It's that filter that when you start looking for a car and I know I shared the example of I was, I was getting a little Volkswagen Fox. They don't even make them anymore, but they were so tiny. It was $8,000 for a new car. And I never even noticed them before. But as soon as I started looking for a Volkswagen Fox, I started seeing them everywhere. Red one and a black one and a red one and a white one. And there was another black one. They only had three colors. So, But I started seeing them all over the place. Well, Mel Robbins talks about looking for hearts. And so you're starting to shift your brain to find more love. And so she looks for hearts and, you know, like you could be, go to the coffee shop and the barista made a heart out of the foam. You might be walking down the street and there's a stone that looks like a heart. Now we were teaching this to our kids and it's actually really fun because um, they love us to take pictures of them. So we've been doing that, girls especially. But as soon as we've talked to them about this, all of a sudden they start seeing hearts. And then they'll come and show us and they're so proud. Look, I found a heart. My daughter found a heart on her, uh, her thing of Pop-Tarts. So there was their cookies and cream ones. So there's like these little Oreos uh, doubled together. And she's like, look, they make a shape of a heart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they do. So she's like, I found seven hearts. Seven with one blow right there. So we take a picture of it. So... Your mind finds what's important to you. So if you're looking for love, as you're looking through scripture, you're going to find it. If you're looking for love in your life, you're going to find more of it. I promise you, this is a powerful thing. And that is a gift that father gave us, by the way. That's, you know... Science actually lines up with Father because God is our creator and he know he knows how he built us. And that is a power and a gift that he gave us that for too long we've really been using, you know, for ill because we've been finding all the, the things wrong. The fears. When we have a fear of something, a fear of abandonment, also, we start seeing it everywhere. You know, we have a fear of we're not enough. We start seeing it, you know, examples of that everywhere. 
It literally becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy for us. So let's find some love. And again, if you need to go back through this series, remind yourself of father's love, remind yourself of his grace, rest in his presence. Now, if you would love some more help growing closer to God, you know, you've got a call on your life and maybe you've been in it. You've been doing this thing and maybe you started coaching or you're writing a book. Maybe you joined a network marketing company because you have this dream of being financially free, whatever it is. And you're like, there's still blocks there. There's, there's blocks in my life that are keeping me from being all God's called me to be. I have something for you. It's called the Courageous Club. And you can find out more details on it at courageous.club. But what it is, it's, it's a program that gives you a safe place to practice these principles that I have been sharing with you. It's a safe place where you can share what you're going through. It's a safe place where you're going to be held accountable to reaching your dreams. It's a safe place where you have someone coming alongside you so you're not doing it alone. So if you're interested, go to Courageous.club and you can find out all the details. I just want to thank you a bunch for listening. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And thank you for investing in yourself. Because when you put these principles into practice, these God principles into practice, you are becoming your best self. So kudos to you. You have got this. And Father's got you. Until next time, live fearlessly free.